Hey, you're listening to Pueblo's Health, the official go-to spot for all things public health in Pueblo, a podcast by the Pueblo Department of Public Health and Environment. I'm your host, Tristan Garcia, communications specialist here at PDPH&E, and I'm excited you've taken some time to learn about public health in Pueblo. we got a great resource coming your way. We're going to bring on specialists from every major department and every office in this building working to make Pueblo a better, healthier, safer place. Today, I'm very excited to be joined by our first guest, Scott Shuley, Health Promotions Specialist for the Pueblo Department of Public Health and Environment. Scott, welcome into the podcast. How are you today? Doing well, Tristan. Thanks for having me here today. How are you? I'm doing great, Scott. I'm glad you asked. Nobody ever asks. They just think, talk, talk, talk. And instead, you ask. That means a whole lot to me. I'm excited. You're my guest today, uh, talking about a really needed resource here to the entire Pueblo community, and that is smoking prevention, tobacco prevention. Tell me a little bit about what it is you do here at the health department. Yeah, so I work in our lengthy name title program. It's the Pueblo Tobacco Education and Prevention Partnership, or in layman's terms, our tobacco prevention program. I'm here to talk today about quitting tips and techniques, because we all know that when you're not ready to quit, it can be pretty spooky and pretty scary. So we're here to give people resources to help them get started. Now, I want to ask first and foremost, Scott, Quitting uh, does not just happen overnight. This is something that really takes uh, long-term behavior change, and this is something you've worked on and looked into and researched for years. Uh, Tell some of the listeners, what is that behavior change that really gets things started? Yeah, it's really interesting because everybody's different. Um, As you mentioned, it is a long, drawn-out thing where people can have to plan They sit down and with this behavior change model, some people don't ever even think about quitting. And that's where we call pre-contemplation. It's not even on their radar. But once they start thinking about it, they're like, hey, you know, this isn't good for me. I think I should quit. That's when you moved into that contemplation phase. You're actively thinking about it. Then once people are thinking about it, we think about trying to get them into the next stage, which would be preparation getting into the nitty gritty and seeing what they need to do to then take action in quitting and hopefully lead to maintenance or ongoing lifehood that is nicotine free. Now, all of those steps, I'm assuming, look and sound and feel different for everybody. But what are some of those common feelings associated with that first step or maybe the next step? How do you know that you've successfully completed step one and are moving on to the next? You know, that's different for everybody. Some people, they get the the news from the doctor. You need to quit if you want to enjoy the rest of your life after retirement. Other folks are like, you know, I don't want to be controlled by this thing anymore as they hold their cigarette or their can of chew. Other people get the motivation from their family. Husband, wife, child can Mm -hmm. say, you know, dad... I really want you around longer in my life. Uh, A daughter can simply say, I want to see you walk. I want you to walk me down the aisle. So I think it'd be really important that you consider quitting. Um, Ultimately, we know that it doesn't matter with some folks. You can feel 100% confident in your quit path. And then something happens. You start smoking again because you had a stressful day. And then you feel like a failure. And that's not the case in any of this. We really do want to get back to what worked, what was successful, and get you back on track. 
And once you're back on track, Scott, it sounds like there are a lot of resources. Uh, one of those that you're going to talk about today is really just a recipe for success. This is a great tool that I know you've talked about a lot and uh, are excited to share here with our listeners. Yeah, so what we came up with here at uh, the health department is this recipe for quitting because we all know that when you sit down and you're making a complex dinner that you have no idea what to do, you don't just throw it together unless you're a world-class chef. You don't experiment. You're like, okay, what do I need? This recipe for quitting can give you what your prep time is, what your expectations can be, the ingredients you're going to need to be successful in quitting, and then step-by-step instructions to get you there. Mm -hmm. And it also includes all of the quit resources available to anybody in the state of Colorado. So what are some of the ingredients? You're talking about a recipe here. Any good chef, any good baker knows you need ingredients. Where do you stop uh, and know that you're ready to get started on this recipe? Yeah, so some really good ingredients that people can consider needing or very vital in this process. One, good support system. You need a buddy. You need someone supportive through the family. So when those times get tough, that person is going to help you through it. Another thing that you really need to have is a desire or the will to be free from nicotine. You have to have that to be successful. If there's any shade of doubt that you don't want to commit on this journey, you're not going to be 100% successful. And I always hear, I want to just ask you one thing about that, that will, that desire, even though you hear all the time smoking is bad for you and you can see the studies that say it shortens your life and increases your likelihood of cancer and puts those you love in danger, how, how important or why is that individual will to change the most important? If that will to change isn't there, you're always going to kind of relapse back into that addiction. You're going to fall back into whatever pulled you into it to begin with. So many people start their first cigarette. They take their first puff at anywhere from the age nine to the age 13. And depending on what their situation was in that moment, they can instantly be pulled back into that. So if they're really stressed about school and a friend has them try it and they really like it, that is how they associated dealing with stress in that moment. And that's a really challenging thing. So if you don't have that will to get past that stress, you're not going to really come up with a successful way to improve or work past that stress. You could say your palate for this recipe not going to be at its full potential. You're not going to taste all the flavors and enjoy all the benefits of this well-thought-out recipe. Exactly. Okay, so moving on, some of the ingredients there that we talked about, uh, obviously the most important, but, but how do... Th- People get started. How do you preheat the oven here to get yourself off of tobacco? Yeah, you know, a big thing with this is you don't have to go dive headfirst into the water. We're not Olympic divers. We're not jumping into the water headfirst and trying to make the most um, perfect splash into that water. You can, what we say when you start out is you select a quit day, you mark it on your calendar, and then you plan accordingly. So we're not saying that Today I'm going to quit tobacco and I'm going to throw everything away and I haven't thought about it at all. You set your quit day on the calendar and then you start working towards, okay, backtrack. I'm not going to buy any more cigarettes starting next week because my quit day is next Wednesday. So you have those things that you build in place and then you start saying, okay, if I'm not going to be smoking after Wednesday, I'm going to clean the house on Tuesday. So I don't have that going for me. I don't have that 
nicotine flavor or smell or the, the smell of my cigarettes. I'm going to mm-hmm. wash my clothes. But then you also build some rewards in along the way. Short term, you know, I went a day without smoking. I did great. I think I'm going to pick up a nice tasty snack from your favorite local store. Yeah, absolutely. Who doesn't like a little candy bar to reward themselves, right? Exactly. Um, some other things that we want to think about too are those mid-range goals. So when you've been successful in quitting, what do you want to reward yourself farther down the line? Because we do like those short-term, that candy bar, but you can't always reward yourself with a candy bar because then that goes in a counterintuitive way of what we're talking about with improving health all around. Yeah. So the next step then, you've set your goal, you've put some outlines in place, and you've kind of had that reality check that this is something you're ready to do, willing to do, and this is the date you want to do it by. How do you build it? You hear about buddy systems, you hear about accountability reports, but really, how do you put the pieces together and how does somebody listening today get started tomorrow? If someone wanted to get started tomorrow, some of the things they could do is they could when they use, when they smoke, kind of monitor how they're feeling. Is this a celebratory cigarette? Is this a stressful cigarette? Is this a, I just need to get away from it all cigarette? And what were those feelings? Because then those help you identify how to deal with those stressors when they come up. Is there a different way I can celebrate successes within my work day or within my day? Is there a different way I can tolerate that stressful conversation I had with a boss today? Is there another way that I can deal with this feeling of being bored? How do I handle that? And then we always simply say, uh, you know, the, the craving lasts about three to five minutes. So if any technique that you come along the way lasts three to five minutes to keep your mind occupied and your body occupied, you can get through that craving. And that sounds like a great place to start. Three to five minutes a day seems like a pretty uh, accomplishable task. And I know that some of the resources there and some of the tools that are available, Scott, you and your team have pretty much at the ready. Where can people looking to maybe find some of those resources, get a hold of them? How can they get a hold of you? Yeah, so this recipe for quitting that we've been talking about, it's going to be uploaded on our website. So if you have access to the internet, it's at PuebloHealth.org. We have an A to Z list that tells people how to quit tobacco. It'll be right there. You're just a few clicks away. We'll also work with our team here, uh, Tristan, you, and some others within our communications team to get this resource posted on our social media channels. So anybody who's on social media can have access to it there. Um, Our team, you could reach me directly at 719-664-0742, and we can discuss getting this resource to you and others as well. And if they need to come in, can they set appointments? Can they come visit you? You prefer you do it all over phone. What's going to be easiest? You know, the easiest way to get us would be to call first. And then if you want to come in, we can have some additional discussions. But, um, you know, we still do have a pretty secure building as far as they want to screen people, make sure everybody's doing well. So we wouldn't want you to waste a trip. Give us a call first and we'll get you set up with the resources that you need. And stick around and listen to Pueblo's Health, the new podcast by the Pueblo Department of Public Health and Environment, because guests just like Scott Shuley are going to be coming back on more and more regularly. Scott, I can't thank you enough for coming on to chat on Pueblo's Health today. Let people know all the great resources and tools available for them to stop, quit, 
whatever they need to do, get off of tobacco today. Scott, thank you so much for your time. Thank you, Tristan. Really appreciate being here today. Hey, thanks to our listeners. I'm glad you've taken the chance to listen to Pueblo's Health. Our first podcast by the Pueblo Department of Public Health and Environment will keep them rolling at you all the time. Thanks so much and enjoy your day.